the most wonderful real estate podcast ever. The show that gives you the lowdown on how to become a successful real estate entrepreneur. With more than 30 years of experience, America's top female real estate investor one is an expert in financial freedom and turning dreams into realities. Now's your chance to become a Dwandonair with the help of Dwan. Here's to a flaming hot foreclosure market with the help of Dwan. Cheers. Hello folks, welcome to the most wonderful podcast ever. This is Bill Twyford and we are going to come to you today and talk to you about investing on the go. This is 15 minutes of content only. Now, let's look at what we're going to talk about here today. I have no idea what we're going to talk about. What the girls did, they go, we're just going to put some stuff in a hat. I didn't read any of them. I have no idea. That's why I tell them. I get just put stuff in a hat and let me uh, pull it out of the hat and we'll see what it is. See if I can talk about it or not. Let's hope they don't stump me. All right. Top three ways to stay away from a bad business partner. Signs to look for that they are shady. There we go. They come up with the darndest stuff for me to talk about. Okay. Let's talk about business partners. Now, I generally don't play well with others. So Dwan and I really don't. So we never partner up with people on stuff when it comes to starting a new business, anything like that. Now we'll partner with students on deals as long as we know who the title company is, we know who the seller is, we know who the buyer is, we have the student and we basically have control of what we need to have control of, so nobody's going around behind us. Because why do we um, want to have control of that? Is because people will go behind you. They'll, they'll go around you. They won't, you know, do what they say they're going to do. And that is ultimately what happens with most of these partnerships a lot of times. So let's talk about three things you look for in a bad partner and three things you look for in a good partner. Well, now, I have no idea what their girls are going to ask me to talk about. So I'm coming up with all of this stuff right off the top of my head because I know what I would be looking for. I wouldn't be looking for somebody that's looking to get in the wagon and let me pull the wagon and they're just along for the ride and split half the money. And that's what you have with a lot of partners. What ultimately happens is one person works a lot harder than the other person does. Um, we have a lot of different skill sets. My skill set might be negotiating with people. Their skill set might be something to do with the Internet. So blending partnerships is okay in a situation like that as long as you don't put yourself in a position where you're doing all the work and you feel like they're just kind of just lackadaisying around. And I'm going to tell you, that happens in most, most, most relationships when it comes to partners. Now, Duan and Sharon had a great partnership for a long time. And um, when they decided that they wanted to, you know, have kids and settle down and, um, you know, and not travel as much, um, 
Dewan just decided at that time, hey, listen, let's split this here, let's split that there. We ambiguously went this, went different directions, and I stepped into the speaking role with Dewan, and uh, and I had already started my own speaking business to start with, like four or five years prior to that. So they had a great relationship, still have a great relationship, um, but Sharon worked her butt off, and what Sharon, you know didn't do, Dwan was really good at, you know, so what Sharon wasn't good at, Dwan was good at, what Dwan wasn't good at, Sharon was good at, so it worked out really well, and they both worked very hard, so that's the nice thing about it, when you're looking for somebody, you can't just get somebody like yourself, because getting somebody like yourself, now you've got two people that are good at one thing, but all this other stuff, nobody's good at, now let me give you an example, I'm real good at paperwork. I'm real good at trust. I'm real good at, uh, you know, following through and getting stuff done. Duan is really good at, you know, having a vision and going out and starting stuff, but maybe not following through with it. So she has me behind her picking up the pieces, following up, making sure everything is done and taken care of because that's the partnership that we have. You know, she hates paperwork. I don't mind paperwork. I don't like paperwork, but you know what? I don't mind doing it. I just want to make sure that it's done correctly. Everything is set up right. So number one, you want to find somebody that's not just like you, but you have some, but you want to find somebody that works like you. That's the thing, because there's a lot of people out there that want to go into partnerships. And I was just talking to a, a student that I have in Nashville, Dwayne. Um, you know, he said, "Well, I, you know," and and he's kind of like a workaholic. And I said, "The problem with." you going to partner with somebody, you need to go into partners with somebody else that's a workaholic, that is a workaholic in an area that you're not an expertise in. Yeah, that you don't have expertise in this area. And he's very good at negotiating. He's very good at face-to-face -face communication. But when it comes to internet marketing, it comes to, you know, just doing any type of tech stuff, you know, that's not what he's looking, you know, he's not good at that. So I told him, if you're gonna find somebody Find somebody that's good at that, that works hard. Because if you find somebody that's good at that, that works hard, ultimately what happens, you guys make a great team. Because you're out here doing all of this stuff, he's out there doing all of this stuff, or she, whoever it is. Okay? And that way the team can be built. Okay. Now, when you're looking for red flags, because red flags... Are a big thing here you know you've got to really watch out for the red flags and some of the red flags are going to be things like well you know I don't want to work Saturday or Sunday there's nothing wrong with taking Saturday and Sunday off but sometimes you got to do deals on the weekends okay so you got to be available all the time and if your you know partner doesn't want to be text at after 10 o'clock at night you know or before 7 o'clock in the morning that would be a red flag with me because I'm up every night till 12, 1 o'clock and I get up in the morning at 6, 7 o'clock. So to me, if I was going to work with somebody, I need somebody that's available when I need to be available to bounce things, ideas off of, you know, and questions to answer questions. What's going on with this? What's going on with that? And if I have to work around their schedule at 8 to 5 and they don't want to be bothered at night, that's a major red flag with me because... You know, anybody can work 40 hours a week, guys and gals. But it takes a lot of courage, and it also takes a lot of drive to put in the next 40 if you're going to do that. 
or the next 30 or the next 20. I mean, 40 hours a week is just going to get you by. You know, you're not going to get rich working 40 hours a week, especially working for somebody. You're not going to get rich working for yourself 40 hours a week. Okay, so if you're looking for a business partner, you've got to find somebody that's like you when it comes to work ethic and when it comes to, um, you know, having the right moral compass. Um, another thing you have to look at is you got to be looking for the red flags because the red flags are going to be all over and people can see them. Because, you know, in communication, you have three points. You have your side when you're talking to somebody. The second point is their side. So you have your side, which is your favorite, because it's all about what you want. Then you have the person you're talking to. That's the second position. The second position is where it's their side of the story or their side of the agreement. So you have your side and their side. Those are the first two. The third one is an outsider looking in at side one and looking in at side two and standing back has no emotional attachment to the decision that's being made here between one and two. However, they can look back with a grand view and say, okay, I can see what number two wants. I can see what number one wants. Here's what they need to do. They need to come together here and do this. But yet number one doesn't see it, number two doesn't see it, but number three sees it. So what you've got to do, guys and gals, is put yourself in the third position. Everybody loves to stay in their first position. Okay, so when you're negotiating or you're talking to somebody about maybe being a business partner, listen to what you're saying. Listen to what they're saying. And then put yourself in the third position and say, gosh, you know what? If I was not in this conversation, I wasn't emotionally attached to the outcome, and I was out here in the third position looking in, I would think, okay, I can see what this person means. I can see what this person means. Gosh, these two are not a great fit at all. And you will pick up on that kind of stuff. It will throw up the red flags. And you will say, gosh, you know what? This isn't going to work at all. You know, I have some people right now that I know that is starting a business. And they're starting a business with somebody else that's really good at marketing. But they're not really good at marketing. Okay. So that's a good team. However, the person that's really good at marketing is not good at the hands-on application. And the hands-on application is where all the money is going to be made. But the person that's not good at marketing is great at the hands-on application. So you have to look at it and go, gosh, do they have the same work ethic? Do they have the same, you know, moral compass? You know, what's going on there? How is that going to work? So you really have to be looking for people that are going to work alongside you, not behind you, not in front of you, alongside you, okay? And it's very hard to find somebody like that because, uh, you, know, I was, you know, I was watching Joyce Meyer last night and when I was going to bed, and she was saying, you know, you have to treat people like you want to be treated. And if you expect people to treat you like you treat people, you're going to be let down a lot. So it's the same thing in this business. If you think you're going to find a business partner that's going to work just as hard as you, it's going to know just as much as you, it's going to give at least 50% in that business relationship as you, you're probably going to get let down. All right, because that's exactly what happens most of the time. Most partnerships don't last because 
people don't have the same moral compass. They don't have the same work ethic. They don't have the same drive. They don't have the same goals. See, and that's the thing. Goals are a huge thing too, guys and gals. You've got to have, you know, the work ethic. You've got to have the drive. You've got to have the right moral compass. And you've got to have the right goals. You know, uh, a partner may say, gosh, you know what? I just want to do 10 deals a year and make $200,000. So we both make 100 grand. Well, if I want to make 500 grand, that's a red flag for me. Because that person just tells me they only want to do 10 deals a year. They only want to do barely over one deal every six weeks. Well, if I want to make 500,000 bucks, I might have to do 50 deals, which is a deal a week. But you can see right off the bat, the goals don't line up. But yet, they're real good friends. And they get along great. But here's all me what's going to happen. If that person was my friend and we got along great, we've been friends for 15 years, they've been in the real estate business for six, I've been in the real estate business for 20, they bring a lot to the table, I bring a lot to the table, but my goal is $500,000 in income doing 50 deals and there's this 200,000 doing 20 deals or 10 deals. You know, what's, what's gonna happen here, guys and gals, is I'm gonna feel like I'm doing all the work because I'm pushing and you'll find out that when that partner gets to his 100,000 bucks that he wants to make for the year, they're gonna start slacking. And when they start slacking, you're gonna start saying, you're gonna be driving, pushing, pushing, because you're trying to reach your goals. So you've gotta have the same goals in mind too. And that's a big thing that a lot of people don't understand. You know, so you gotta start looking at the work ethic, you know, what's their availability gonna be? Are they gonna be available for you? Do they have the same moral compass that you have? All right, are they willing to, you know, do what they're not wanting to do. That's the thing, because there's a lot of people out there, guys and gals, that aren't willing to get out of their comfort zone. And we'll talk about that on one of these calls, getting out of your comfort zone. And then also, you know, what are their goals? So there's really four of them there. What are their goals? And their goals have to align with your goals. Because if they don't, there's going to be problems. And the problems are going to start soon. They'll start bumping their ugly head up there. And I got to tell you, so many people that I see that come to our workshops at, Investor Edge, at InvestorsEdgeUniversity.com, they come to our workshops. We do live two-day, three-day workshops. And I see so many people that meet at the workshops and go, oh, yeah, we're going to team up. We just met at the workshop, and we're going to team up. I always say to them, what are your goals? And many times, many times, the one person says, well, I want to make $50,000 a year. I have a full-time job. The other person says, I want to make 250000 bucks a year. And I say, well, what's going to happen after you guys make 100000 bucks a year and you've already got your fifty? How are you going to feel? Well, they, the lady says, I'm going to be excited. I said, well, let me ask you, are you willing to go the extra mile so he can reach his goals? Well, I never thought of it that way. See, so I can see this because I'm in third position. I can stand back and ask the right questions and I can throw up red flags and I'll just tell them that right up, right then. I'll say, I don't think you two would be a great fit because your goals don't match up. So the thing of it is, guys and gals, you've got to have the right people around you. You've got to have, if you're going to go into, and I don't recommend it, but if you're going into partnerships, you know, put everything in writing. Okay, make darn sure everything is in writing. And if you want, you know, a business uh, partnership, 
agreement, you can contact us at thewonderful.com. She probably has one on there. Uh, if not, I have one. Uh, Bill Twyford at AOL.com. Yes, I'm probably the last person on AOL. Duane always said, why don't you get rid of that stupid AOL account? I said, because I, I've had it since 1999, and I don't need to change it. It works just fine. I don't need another one. So, that being said, that's your 15 minutes right there, guys and gals. So, what I want you guys to do is listen back to this a couple times. Analyze your own situation. Look at what you're doing if you're going to have a business partner, if you're going to pull in somebody else. Because with Dwan and Sharon, their goals were always parallel. They always were going to run and say, this is what we want to do. Here's how we're going to get there. All right? So, go to dwanderful.com. Also, go in and subscribe. Give us five stars. Make sure you tell Dwan your favorite part of this whole podcast is investing on the go because it just slams information at you for 15 straight minutes. All right, guys and gals, this is Bill Twyford. We'll see you later. Thank you for dropping by to the most wonderful real estate podcast ever, making real estate investment wonderful each and every time. Or for more information on how to make your real estate, real estate dreams a reality, reality, keep an eye on dwonderful.com and be sure to become a member.